so right now we have uh, we have Luke in inside the chat, and we have a few other people as well. So. It takes a minute. I'm sure he can hear you, though. There's a delay. Yeah, it's only a few seconds. Just to stop people from spamming the chat when you're talking. Uh, so that way you can keep up with all the questions, right? But he's been on here, man. He's been talking. Uh, we've had a few other people on here, too, talking. Uh, it's been going pretty good for the most part. We've just been... Uh, he had, uh, got some interesting questions. Uh, basically, you know, stuff from ranging from how to deal with uh, the, the fear and the idea of eternal hellfire uh, for stepping away from Christianity. Uh Man, we've got a couple more questions too. Like, if we can create a heathen community, how how do we think it should be ran? Um, you know, and there's some pretty cool stuff on there. Like, as far as the good questions, Luke says, "Yo." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, those are all really good questions, man. I see them pop up quite a bit um, throughout. Internet interwebs and all that good jazz. I mean, everybody has their own different take on things. Yeah, 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 they do. I mean, I just kind of answered it the best way I could. I was just, if anybody knows a little bit about how to survive and live kind of like in a tribalist, you know, set, it would be Native Americans. Uh, I mean, okay. they're doing they're doing pretty damn well for themselves in the way that they're handling everything. I mean, it's, and we kind of have some documentation of how the ancestors did things. We know the all thing was the, was was their form of democracy. Um, and it worked. Um, you had your rules you set by, and it was, it is what it was. Um, you, you broke the rules, you got punished in a certain way, you had disputes that got settled certain ways. And I think if you build a community kind of like a, tribalist community, that was probably a form of that was probably the best way to go about it. Um, because if we're trying to if we try to fucking rewrite you know the the book on politics and shit when you do your own community, then it's not really gonna you're gonna end up doing the same fucking thing that you're already trying to get away from. Yeah, and that's the thing is like if there was a way for heathens to survive together in like a community and basically remove all of the politics shit like you know don't let there be a left and a right you come together as a group you vote on it and it's kind of like you know uh, or you know all agree on the same thing it's like i know uh from some stories i've heard like even if you want to go become a part of a Native American reservation, uh, you have to get voted in by the whole tribe, like the whole reservation, uh, in order to be accepted in or for something to be passed, even though they have their own chief to kind of dictate kind of laws and stuff. But other than that, I mean, I think that they had the right way of going about it. I mean, and, I, and if when I think about a heathen community, and then probably the way back that it was done back in, you know, the Viking ages, you know, I think that it would be done pretty similar to the way Native Americans run everything. It, it would have to be kind of, it would have to be close. I mean, 
there's too many similarities with certain things, and I, I get, I don't want to use this, but primitive man in that aspect, like man as a core, like there's always going to be leaders, there's always going to be people who who they lead, you know, people flock to certain kind of people. Um, you're always going to have that hierarchy, as they say, and that's part of a community. That's this is how it is. You're going to have that one. One group or one person, one one couple that are gonna just rise to the top, and people are gonna look to just naturally. Yeah, I mean that's that's exactly right. That's I mean that's kind of the way I view it to be, uh, and exactly what I would see it, you know, coming through it. And I mean, you know, I mean that's just kind of my view on it. Now, I mean, as far as the other one, the other question that was posed. Uh, you know, Luke asked, where do we see uh, everything going 10 years from now? <laughs> uh, and I was like, Bro. to me, I, I, I know, I'm like, I think it's going to be a little bit more chaotic. I don't know about you, but I mean, there's always that great, you know, chaotic storm before the great reset, you know, and like before everything becomes reset and everything goes back to a place where we can build and cultivate uh new ideas and new ways of living and uh to me that's what i think is gonna happen i mean i was curious what your view on that would be i think we're uh, i think things are gonna get really fucky for a little while and uh you're gonna have a, you're gonna have a divide there's just it's just gonna happen there's gonna be a divide between groups um it's either gonna go the new world order kind of bullshit or it's going to go, it's never going to go back to the way it was. There's going to be some, so it's not going to be, it's going to be similar, but it's not going to be the old way. It's not going to be, you know, there probably won't be the same constitution. It, I, I see it going pretty bad for a while and then there's going to be a rebuild and even maybe continental separation, like, Groups go to, the, you know, people flock to a certain area because things are done this way where where they're at. Things have gone completely fucking sideways and won't get away from it. I think there's a possibility we're going to see certain things like that. And I could be completely wrong and we could go back to fucking the way it was before, you know, Joe got into office or whatever was going on, Corona and all that mess. And be hunky dory as far as it was. But you never know. It's ten years is a ten years is a large gap for shit to happen. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's been what two years since of dealing with COVID, uh, and you know, I figured, oh, this is some shit that would go away. This like the flu in like a matter of a couple of months. No, I mean it's either it's either still here or probably getting worse. And the thing that I can't accept is like, you know, a lot of people believe that, hey, this shit's here to stay. Um, you know, it's it's going to be our new norm, so to speak. And I don't agree with that either. I just kind of think that we need to, one, stop talking about it. I mean, we know it's there. God knows we know it's there. It's been It's been on the news. It's all over the place. But, you know, when we deal with like, uh, you know, looking forward to the future, we we know that's there, so we just we don't have to plan for that. But the goal is just to see, you know, be the change we want, I guess, going forward in the future. 
Um, I mean, there's a lot of talk that there will be a new civil war kind of uprising where states will be divided against each other, and we're seeing that now, actually. Um, I mean, where, that's you know, always been a thing. Yeah, and it's gonna. And some people believe it'll be worse. And I oh, think, yeah, I think, be. I think during that time, I think the reason, which is really interesting, because uh, me and Luke and uh, some people in the chat talked about, like, you know, hey, um, what's the way I can word this? Like, you know, building a heathen community and reconnecting with nature and pulling ourselves out of the city, like there's an uprising in, in paganism and there's a huge call to paganism. Why is that? And I mean, it's possible that when this divide happens and this separation with, between, you know, everybody dividing against each other and what have you, maybe that's it. I mean, maybe we need to pull together as a community because right now the strong, the biggest thing being taught and preached about like between us and wisdom of Odin and all these other people is, build a community, get back out in nature, connect with local pagans, do all of that stuff. And there's, I think there's gotta be like a, some kind of spiritual push to do that, uh, to reestablish like perhaps a, you know, a tribal community or, um, you know, just a kindred in general. Uh, the push has been there for that for a while. A while. It's just a lot yeah. of people are having issues with the whole shit. You get off the pot kind of thing. Um, yeah. And there's a lot of communities out there. There's people who have acres upon acres upon acres. And they are just like they're building these. They have libraries or buildings for rites and blocks and ensemble and stuff like that. And gathering areas. And it's it's there. It's just people, I think, are more comfortable just talking about it. Yeah. And, it, and that's what, because, I mean, we all have an end game. If you don't have an end game, then I mean, what are you doing? You gotta have something to work towards. Yeah. And a community, like your first thing with all the shit going on, is preserve the folk in your family. Like that's should be number one on your list, just about. <clears throat> and then you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. Like the community stuff is possible, but there's always gonna be that divide between ideologies inside Norse paganism and all that. Also true and this, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, there's always gonna be that divide between like the, the so called folkish, the so called universalists, the tribals, the this, that, the other thing. And there's always gonna be that crap. Um, and that's why as a large massive community, it will never work. Like your smaller groups that are have pre decent size, like stick to themselves, that will work. Uh, in, in the long run. But because of how everything is going, you can see on the internet, like one massive community just will not be a thing. No, no. And I mean, and there's too much of a. And I truly hate saying that. I really do. No, I I totally agree. I mean, and that's the, that's the unfortunate part about it is we, as people, I mean, and it's not just like, you know, modern day heathens. I mean, this, I'm sure this goes back since the dawn of time, obviously. That's why there's so many wars about separations and ideal, different ideals. And that's why, you know, you got Catholic, Baptist and all that crap, because they all had the same, you know, core, but they all, you know, wanted to pick and choose uh, their way through the whole thing. And it's unfortunate because you would think like in such a, a belief like this, where, 
family and kindred is such a huge thing that people would set aside uh, some childish shit and, and actually be able to, you know, that's it. When push comes to shove, be able to actually, you know, go forward and uh, form something. But uh, Luke says somebody has to get the ball rolling, though. So uh, he's definitely right on that one. Yeah, he's, he's correct. But it's, at the same time, it's like, look at all those, the, the example that we had, that you just named off. Like, those groups can't even fucking sit in the same room together half the time without a bitch fit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, trust me. I, I mean, we've gotten the emails, you know. I mean, you've seen them just like I have uh, as a as a deep example of the separation that there mm-hmm. is and people feeling like they're not worthy enough to uh, be uh, Norse pagan because of their skin color or their genetics or what have you. And that fight, unfortunately, will always be there. Well, we can try to do all yes. that we can to stop it within the best of our ability. But, uh, you know, it's always going to be there and it's unfortunate, but, and I know that this is probably not the way that the ancestors intended it to be. Um, but. Well, it's also one of those deals is we can't really say what they intended because yeah, we don't know. We don't know. And, you know, that kind of shit wasn't really brought up in the sagas and the, all that mess and. It's kind of one of those situations you always make the argument is they you, they didn't get past where they were, the era they were in with you know some of the stuff like how people try to bitch about the constitution and when it was made like what they meant by all this crap. But what we have to do is just mold it to what's going on. Like we can't live our life. I mean, you know, Luke just said um, somebody has to lay the groundwork for having a geographic community and not just an internet community. The internet community can start it, but like you said, right now it's all talk. And oh, I yeah. mean, you know, there's and a that, couple of small groups that are doing it. Like I said, there's, there's a small group. I can't remember off the top of my head who they are, but it's really some unassuming name. They got a TikTok. That's how I find them. And they're on Instagram. Um, they literally have a hundred plus acres that has, they have sacred areas. They have stuff for everything, you know, and it's all like North paganism and, you know, the, the, the magic works that go along with it, all that kind of stuff. And there's just so much inactivity with what they got going on. Like it's just a small community that has all that potential and it's just not being used by the outside world at all. Yeah. I mean, and that's, it's a shame. You know, I mean, I see, like, I'm sure, I don't know uh, how much you watch uh, Wisdom of Odin, but, like, I see it a lot. Like, he has, like, his fall gatherings and everything like that. And that's the ideal pagan world, you know, like, the the pagan growth that we all want. Um, but it's just you a matter of... You like, the massive 2,000 people gathering like you do for denominational churches and shit like that. That's yeah. just not how it was. That's never what it was. Um, mm-hmm. Small pagan gatherings and stuff like that. That's that is what it is. Like that is what it, how it works because like the ideology. Like there's no dogma. 
there's no fundamentals. There's, it changes literally from family to family, to village to house, all that. Like somebody's going to do something different. You're never going to be able to have this thousands of people on the same page, like at one time. No, yeah, and that's and that's something I've noticed. It, we're never going to have like an Uppsala, like it's never going to be like we see in like the Viking TV show or like we hear no. in the sagas or the stories. And it's and a lot of this has been romanticized. Like I think what we need to be realistic with is like you know we can have that one day maybe, but as for right now, the groundwork has to start with pagans that we have locally that we know of that can get along with one another uh and you know and that's how we build from that um you know it's just you know one text one phone call i mean shit it's even it doesn't have to be a sacred gathering even even in the beginning i believe i think even like something as simple as taking a bunch of pagans and go freaking bowling or barbecuing for all we care uh yeah i mean it's just that's the way our ancestors i'm sure may have done it because, I mean, it's just, you know, you got to start off with a friendship, develop that friendship and the family. And then from that, and there you have your kindred, there you have your community. Um, and I think a lot of people this day and age are shy away from that just for the simple fact that they have a hard time trusting people. They, have, they know that something is going to be different from what they think about the people they're trying to communicate with in person. And a lot of people, I think, lack of social skills just to have a conversation about it and to sit across from someone and be like, you know, help me understand why you are the way you are, why you think the way you think, why are we similar? Why are we different? Like, and, and that's, that's the ground. That's where the groundwork starts for that kind of community. Yeah. And people have to be okay with somebody being different. I mean, they have to be okay with, you know, being around somebody who has a different idea than they do. I think it's just, um, you know, unfortunately, we became also sensitive um, to, oh, well, you don't feel the same way I do. It's okay for somebody to have a difference of opinion. <laughs> like, like, you know, it's it's okay for somebody to feel a different way. It doesn't mean you got to start out arguing with them. It doesn't mean you got to go to war with them. Uh, it's but just, for a lot of people, it's easier just not to have those kind of people, someone who believes like or thinks differently about certain situations just around you. Because they just don't know how to deal with that. They don't know how to just work around that. So it's like an injury. You have to work around that injury for it to heal. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with that. I mean, I, I do. Uh, but, you know. Like, I got go a ahead. small group. Yeah. You know, you can, you can have Luke for part of that group. And I don't, I don't let just anybody around my folks. You know what I mean? You know, I have to, I have to fill people out. I have to do, there's a process before I'm just like, yeah, come hang out, eat my food, sit at my table. You know, that's, once you sit at my table, then you mean more than you just to face the crowd. Yeah. And I I mean, I, I think having a vetting process is obviously necessary. I mean, you don't want like, you know, you just don't want any. Uh, there's there's no real way of wording this without it coming off bad either way. <laughs> like, uh, it's just like you don't want anybody who is, you know, for example, uh, yeah, you can be a heathen or whatever, but you don't want a serial killer being brought into your group. And, you know, just as an example, um, 
you know, it's just kind of like that. I mean, you, you want to keep your kindred peaceful, quiet, and everybody protected. And then that's an honorable thing, and that's what everybody should strive for. Um, mm -hmm. You know, back in the day, I mean, there is written account of people who were, you know, exiled or excommunicated from a tribe for committing what the tribe deemed to be, you know, a crime. And they were never allowed back in. And they wouldn't, like, always murder them. They wouldn't always kill them or anything. Just the exile enough, uh, I believe, was torment uh, from some of the stuff I've read. And if that kind of shows, like, you know, it's like being ripped away from your family. And it kind of, this the whole background of that kind of shows, like, there had to have been some kind of familial uh, tie to a community back then that, you know, went deeper than what we probably think. And it kind of coincides with everything we're talking about. <clears throat> yeah. And it's, I don't know. It's, I think a lot of people go into it thinking that everybody's, you know, everybody's ha has to be instant kith and kin, you know, has to be brother, this sister, that, and it's, it's just not like that for some people. Like, yeah, you, great. You, you follow the same paths as me, but that, to me, that does not mean you're going to come sit at my table. Yeah. You know what no, I mean? No, I agree with that. Like I agree with that did. wholeheartedly. Say what? So I agree with that wholeheartedly. I mean, I know that there's pagans around here. I mean, but I'm very picky, oh. and you can imagine why. <laughs> You know, oh, dude, they're 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 pep, they're popping up everywhere here. Yeah, like I see hammers everywhere, and they're and people. I'm just looking at them, and it's just like I want to, I want to network, like in person and stuff like that. But you just get these feelings from folks, and some of them I'm just not getting the feelings from. <clears throat> yeah. You know, I I just, I just I I thrive off that body language, that that energy. And you can first few minutes of meeting someone, talking to them just in passing, and you're just like, it's not necessarily someone I need around me or around my family or around my kin, all that. Yeah, I mean, so I've, I'm like that too. I vibe heavily off of people. Like, I mean, your grandpa, like, he wasn't a pagan, but he put that, he, he had the same kind of value. He had a lot of the same values as, and he knew nothing about paganism. Like he was just about as ignorant to it as, you know, anything else. Like he just kind of knew it was a thing, then injection about it, but he shared a lot of the strong values that you see in like the Hobble Mall and stuff like that. Oh yeah. I mean, from what I've known of him, I can <laughs> definitely attest to that. I mean, I've, you know, seen kind of some of his moral standings and where he stands on stuff and, you know, I mean, he's definitely an honorable person, and uh, you know, and I don't. I mean, I can definitely see that. I mean, yeah. tr truthfully, from being around him, you know, it's just, you know, a lot of these people, like I have them here, like they show up, but I'm predominantly in military towns, small town, and uh, we have Fort Rucker, like five miles from my house, and all the military people, like they'll have hammers, they'll have. You know, the Vigisir, the Helm of All, the Volknot tattoos and everything like that. And I'm kind of like, I'm hesitant too about asking questions because I'm like, D 
Did you just get it because you think it looks cool, uh, you know, or what have you? Because I know some people in the military will get a tattoo, um, you know, because of the way it looks or because it symbolizes some kind of, you know, brotherly fraternity that they were a part of in the military. Um, and, you know, this kind of makes me hesitant myself, but being where I'm at, too, in South Alabama, uh, you know, mm -hmm. there's, a, there's a few reasons why I'm a little still hesitant about asking, even if I know, uh, you know, because I just, I don't want to get involved in that or end up on a watch list. So, um, yeah, and it's, a lot of them around here are the uh, gung-ho, Valhalla, everything, there's nothing else but Valhalla. Yeah, and it's that shit gets old, man. Like it's, I realize I'll probably never see the inside of that place. I mean, it's fine. I'm cool with paradise, but a lot of those folks are that's all they that's all they know, you know, because that's all that interests them. Because on oh, the military, grr, you know, it's great, fantastic, but I mean, that's not me, you know. I don't see that as being someone I can grow from having around me. Like uh, what, what, what do they have to offer other than Valhalla? Well, I mean, if I can offer you that too, well, great. But how, how am I going to grow from any kind of experience with you? I mean, you know, it's people have to accept, um, you know, I think it's like a, there's a, a huge dilemma or a huge debate, uh, rather, among com pagan communities of, oh, um, you know, I can, uh, you know, when I die, I immediately go to Valhalla. And I mean, there's a lot of taboo, um, not really taboo, uh, it's kind of like uh, walking on eggshell discussions about it. <clears throat> like if a man who, with PTSD is he worthy enough to go to Valhalla or something along those lines and you know when I heard one person say that you can sit here in Valhalla all day long but you come to uh, an understanding of there's a good chance that 90% of us who are modern day pagans will never see Valhalla because it's you know we're, you know it's not the same uh, as it used to be so I mean there's a huge you know, you know, once again, like a fight on, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Theology, I guess, uh, about yeah. it. So, and, and that, you know, and I kind of stand like on the fence with that really. Like I, do I sit here and think that, okay, if, uh, you know, I'm Norse pagan, if I go into the military and I die in battle or you get blown up or, uh, what have you, Part of me feels like perhaps they would go to Valhalla because I mean, you are in the military. You're, I mean, you're fighting for a country the way that the ancestors did, um, you know, and you're willing to put your life on the line, and you know, and that's where I kind of stand on that fence because, you know, I think that that would be a worthy enough cause to inherit Valhalla or like or <clears throat> you know taken to Valhalla, but at the same time, um. I'm just not really sure. Like, I, I haven't pondered it too much, to be honest. Like, I've thought about it when I heard it at the time. And I know that there's so many other halls that we're more likely to go to. 
And, uh, and like, even if you do die in battle, who says you're going to Valhalla? You you could be chosen by Freya. She gets first pick. People forget that. Yeah. And, yeah. And I'm going to sound like the world's biggest asshole, but just because you're in the military and you are rolling in a jeep down the down the road, and you hit a a bomb in the road, that don't mean you're going to go to Valhalla. No. You weren't fighting. You were just rolling in a fucking vehicle, and that's where I. That's not what these stipulations for getting into Valhalla or even Bowfinger for that matter. <clears throat> so it's like I, I get what they want <clears throat> but that's not what they're going to get. No. And that's it's, and... Just, it's just a bunch of disappointment because it's yeah great dude but there's more to it. There's so much more to even just just the afterlife aspect of Ossature, Norse paganism. And we get stuck on just that one topic. Yeah, everybody everybody gets stuck on Valhalla. <clears throat> and they don't realize that Odin has more than just Valhalla, uh, you know, that he oversees. Uh, there's several halls, and there's probably halls that we don't even know of. Uh, and we know for a fact that there's halls inside of some halls. Um, and True. it just, it's like, it just keeps going on. And I think that people, especially pagans need to take away the, the afterlife aspect. We, okay. We understand that there's a Norse afterlife. We understand some of the halls, but we don't know all of them. We don't know all of the stipulations. We don't know all of the requirements to check that little box just in our lives to say, okay, are we going to Folkvanger? Are we going to Bilkskinera? Are we going to, you know, wherever, it's we don't we don't have that and and unfortunately what we do have is stuff that has either a been surfaced recently or in the past years of from historical artifacts or word of mouth um uh, from you know and you know snorri uh what he wrote for the prose and poetic edda and uh all of that so i mean we don't really know too much and the thing that's important is that we need to focus on what we do know uh, <clears throat> in the history we're making now. I mean, because all of the stories we have back then are just stories from things that happened. And yeah, our it's, life it's right lore, now... It's lore, it's mythology, it's what it is. Like a story is passed down from generations to generations. We have to weed through it. <clears throat> and, and, not only, and not only that, we're writing our own mythos, you know, our own lore. Yeah. Because when we're not here, we're going to be remembered that's immortality being remembered yeah i mean you know not living forever it's just being remembered and a lot of people were like they don't think about that they just automatically think everything's hunky-dory like more of a majority folks eventually get forgotten yeah and that's and that's the thing is it's a lot of people uh you know it's even in the hobble mall about that you know it's like you know uh your you know when your your children keep you alive they you know they pass the story of you down throughout the generations mm-hmm. and it's basically you know a man who doesn't have a good reputation you know he has nothing um, yeah i mean we are our deeds like that is what's remembered the things we do in life like that's what people are going to talk about when we're gone yeah people don't think about that they're just like oh fuck it <laughs> going to Valhalla and, you know, I argued with a kid on the fucking internet Woo. 
You're like that keyboard warrior, right? Yeah, keyboard warrior looking for Internet Valhalla. Now, Luke said, uh, I think there is a misconception of Valhalla as paradise due to Christianity's duality of heaven and hell. It's an all or nothing concept, and the only cure is relieving them of their ignorance. I have oh, to absolutely. agree. He is yeah. correct. I mean, we we create this ideal of what Valhalla is uh, as like, oh, this is heaven. We're wrong about that because we don't want to. So, for example, um, we don't want to send a person with PTSD from war to Valhalla because all there is in Valhalla is fighting and death. Uh, <laughs> fighting death fighting eating, drinking, and drinking you know and and that's all it is and a person with ptsd would not survive that mentally anyway because we i believe no. we carry our personality obviously with us in death and that's the thing is that's not going to be able to it's not going to be good for them uh yes. in, in and the that's one of the downfalls of like the vikings tv show and stuff like that they only reference Valhalla. Like people, the only time that's ever any kind of heaven is referenced is the high heaven, which is Gimli. Yeah, and, and we that's don't. The only thing that's, and no one you know, even sees where, that. No, like not, even, that's, not until Ragnarok, anyway. Yeah, I mean that's where you. That's where the gods go to perish. That's where they go. That's the high heaven. Like, and those who perish in Ragnarok with them. That's, and that's that's for as far as like the different kind of translations that i've read that's how they explain it and that's the only thing that I ever talked about heaven everything else was paradise like you know your, your normal person has a straw death and they go to paradise you know like when they're supposed to be luke also you know, said it, i personally all the, want... all the wisdom and shit like that so what i said luke said um I personally want nothing to do with Valhalla. I'd rather hang in paradise and chill with the dwarves if I could. <laughs> yeah, that's shit, right? I don't, I don't feel like. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I do enjoy a good scrap just as much as the next dude. I mean, I've been in my fair share, but you know, I don't feel like that's where I want to be. <laughs> no, no, and I mean, and you know. There's so much, there's so many different ways and it's easy to get confused. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say it's not. Uh, when you read a lot of these stories or when you start grasping these concepts because it is confusing because we don't have the whole picture um, and we're kind of left on our own to fill in the blanks uh, and, yeah. and see what feels right to us. It's like, you know, some people who believe Ragnarok has already happened. And some people believe Ragnarok obviously hasn't happened. And some other people believe that Ragnarok will never happen because it was something fake uh, created by the Christian church, which I could see that uh, because if you think about the events of Ragnarok, all the old gods die. Two people are left like an Adam and Eve figure, like, you know, type of people. And then uh, Balder, an old God, a son of a God is left to reestablish the world. Uh, you know, and yeah, not all the God, you know, he's not the only one that surprised it. Exactly. Like, I can understand if, he, if I can understand if he was the only jabroni left, but yeah. he's literally not the only one. He's, I guess it depends on who, what you believe. Like people he's think the, he's, he's the only old God, I guess. Um, 
Because that's the prophecy, I think, is that there has to be an old God with the new gods. And, uh, and the new gods would be like uh, Mag, uh, Modi and Magni Mahdi. And then uh, Freya is, is a part of it. You know, there's quite a few that still stick around. Yeah, because um, I remember Freya doesn't die, I don't believe. Like, or, no, if she, she does, there's no story of it. Um, yeah. Because <clears throat> I know Baldur is like, you know, in some of the stories I've read, I mean, I, I was guilty, like, when I worked all the time, I listened to Neil Gaiman's Norse mythology audiobook all the time, uh, just because I got tired of hearing the radio, um, and I was on long drives a lot. And, you know, it's like he kind of explains the end, and it kind of makes sense in the way he explains it. He explains it in such a way where if you ever had questions about it, it kind of sums it up for you. Because I know Vidar uh, will still be there. Yeah. And, and you know, uh, and everything will just kind of uh, reestablish itself the way it's supposed to be. And some people have that, oh, well, that was intentionally done by Snorri to help, uh, you know, pagans in Iceland and Norway and everything convert to Christianity. So that way, uh, you know, it's like a some kind of shit with the Catholic Church at the time. This, this dude was alive when, if you didn't write down the way the church wanted you to, your ass was fucking done. Yeah. Like, of course, like, he's going to, like, kind of like, hey, let's, Let's write this in here. Like he's he like he was ahead of the all thing at the time of his when he was alive. <clears throat> and yeah, like people can bitch about how much of this was Christianized, but at the same time, how much of Christianity was heathenized? Yeah, like the dude like did what he could to keep his fucking head attached to his shoulders. Yeah, I mean. I think, you know, Christianity, you hear all the time, oh, you know, the Muslims this and, oh, the pagans that. I'm like, uh, the Catholic Church has probably spilled just as much blood, if not more, uh, than these people. Well, Catholicism is ridiculous. It's yeah. the whole thing. Like, Yeah, they are. I mean, they were the OGs, if, if you want to think about it. Yeah, so I mean, you know, and that's a, that's a... It's interesting because, I mean, hell, I mean, I've looked into uh, Hinduism. You know, Hinduism basically is like a damn universalist uh, type of thing. Like, they could believe that you can embrace anything as long as you view it to be truthful. And, yeah. you know, the Catholics who went back there or the people from England who went back there in the spice trades and shit, they didn't like that too much, um, obviously. And, you know... I'm not sure because I mean I've read their the Vedas or whatever is known as their holy scriptures. I I even have it at my house, um, and there's some aspects in it where you can tell like, you know, this is uh, some kind of Christian inspired stuff, and you can see that. But back then, you know, we don't know what kind of shit, what kind of oppression they had. I mean, people got burned as witches in Massachusetts for stupid shit all the time. Um, oh, yeah. it, you know, just because it was like when people got this crazed idea in their head that something is either the devil or someone is the devil, something is a sign of a devil. Uh, if you know, you know, you're going to hell type of thing and we got to kill you. Uh, you know, it's just, it never made sense to me. Um, uh, hold 
I'm reading a comment here. You know, I'm really horrible about reading Icelandic names. Uh, Dude, uh, Hasra, yeah. Hasvelger. You know, I probably can read this right in my head, but my mouth doesn't want to communicate to my brain at the moment. Uh, you know, so uh, they said, especially when most of the events throughout the year and even the name of the days stem from the Norse. Yeah, I mean, that's true. Uh, Wednesdays, Wednesday, Thursdays, Thursday. Um, the only one that's different is Saturday, which is the Saturnalia for its Greek, Greco-Roman kind of thing. Yeah, I mean, they they all have, uh, I mean, the days of the week, you know, obviously they stem from Norse paganism, uh, but they also stem from Roman influence too, I think. And um, When you look at it, the only reason Christianity got so far is because of the fucking Roman Empire. Not only that, but because they copied off of everybody's religion when they created Mithraism okay. before well, they turned it. You look at the original Roman ideology when they took over, uh, when they conquered the land. Yeah. They were like, you keep your, your beliefs, but you have to respect ours and do things that we need done when it, when it's time. You still keep your beliefs, but you have to kind of integrate ours. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly it, what happened in the back in the day. Like People started wearing millionaires upside down or, or the other way around or crosses upside down. I don't remember which way it was. My energy well, the drink is like the Icelandic up. cross yeah. is upside down. It's like the Icelandic Milner. Yeah, and so it's a story like they did it because of, to be like incognito or some shit. Yeah, it was known as like the Wolf's Cross or something like that. Um, yeah. Or is it Trolls Cross? It's Wolf's Cross, I think. Um, some along those lines. But yeah, I mean, definitely. Um, there's a whole lot of interesting things, obviously, we can talk about. I really like this setup of doing the podcast and being live on YouTube at the same time. And then what I'm going to do um, after all this is done and recorded and saved onto YouTube, I'm going to pull the audio, uh, chop it up, so that way he doesn't have any of my weird ramblings uh, too much from the beginning. <laughs> Because, uh, I mean, dude, without you here, I was, like, grasping for stuff to talk about. If it wasn't for Luke, I'd be I'd be sinking right about now. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he uh, hung out, man. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. Plus, he's also creating us a Discord, man. we got to give him props for that. Ooh, uh, yeah, thank you, brother. Because uh, I'm not and savvy I, on Discord. And I realize I call Luke brother because he has earned that. And I, you know, because of faith and all that good jazz you know luke is one of my closest friends he is my brother and that's where a lot of people get this shit confused no yeah i mean i i've heard i've heard you talk about luke several times uh you know and i can definitely tell that i don't know too much about him other than what you've told me so i take your word for it if that if that puts it into perspective and he's so far he's been cool I, i dig him uh and I mean, I mean, hell, if he uh, if he wants to be the tech guy for us, then by all means. <laughs> by all means, be the fucking tech dude, because I, yeah. I do barely a good job hooking my Xbox up. No, yeah, I mean, I'm good with everything else. It's just I don't I don't know why I've never thought about uh, using uh, Discord for that. Uh, 
And plus, you can do like audio calls on it, video calls too. I mean, I think from just using this, like, because I'm using Google Duo, your voice is coming through like really clear on my end. Yeah, it sounds this really is definitely good. better than Anchor. Yeah, and I'm and plus, you know, I can take this audio and one, it's live, so we have live things to answer. Uh, so I really like doing it this way too. Um, I'm trying yeah, like to that. integrate bringing a lot of people over from Spotify to YouTube so we can use them in unison um, because I think it would be really unique to do it that way because some people prefer YouTube videos, some people prefer uh, the podcast format and have, you know, have different offerings for people who listen to us. Oh, yeah. A lot um, of people like to be able to put faces to voice. Yeah. Yeah, and, um, you know, you were at work, so I decided to do the audio aspect. So once we uh, get times and stuff and scheduling anchored down, we can do the face stuff and uh, let everybody see see you. And yeah, they see me, oh, right? I had, to, I had to get some hours, man, but tomorrow's one of the last weeks of the league for this season, and it takes a while to get prepped for it, so I apologize for that. No, 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 you're good, you're good. I mean, you know, I I was like, well, you know, I kept telling uh, the people who were in the chat, I was like, well, I'm pretty confident Brendan will show up. Uh, you know, he's he's working today, and I was trying to find stuff to do, and then we were like, yeah, give me a couple of minutes, and I, I should be able to. I was like, all right, all right, all right, good. <laughs> like, like, I, I always had I had all all the intentions in the world, and just nine o'clock rolling up. If it was dead, just giving you a call, hanging out for a minute. Before I started closing up shop and doing stuff like that, but no, I had everybody and their brother, which is nice. The pay is good, but I was like, this is really not working out for my plans right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we got to get back to getting back to uh, crafting out these episodes and. Doing yes. both YouTube and Spotify. What's really cool is I can pull the audio from the YouTube and then up it up. Uh, ah, I can talk, damn it. Upload it to uh, Anchor, which will distribute it out to. Um, hey. You know, and I'm going to try to keep it to where each one has its own little unique thing uh, that the other one doesn't have, too. Um, so that way, you know, we can touch different people's audiences and everything along those lines. I mean, I checked it, man. We have 8,000 listeners on Spotify. Holy fuck. <laughs> 8,000, man. I was like... You listening to us ramble about shit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then the bad quality and then <laughs> everything. Oh, yeah. The, the, the anchor <laughs> shows were so bad. <laughs> like, the, like, the, like the growing pains, man. <laughs> but, you know, this way it's like the mic setup I have and... Uh, I guess, you know, the audio on your end is coming through pretty crisp and clear, uh, and it's going to work well, and then you can get your mic set up. And then yeah, once I get on a computer and shit like that, it should be should be better. We can do more video stuff, too. Like, you you know, get, you know, get the people, the ugliness to the voice. <laughs> no, that's what I said, man. It's like when I cut mine on uh, when the stream started, it's like, it, it went out of the frame that's like allotted for the cam and it like blew up and I was like, Oh, like <laughs> shrink it down. I'm like, damn man. Like, 
and nobody's got to see you know every piece of stubble on my face like let let it back down a bit like yeah it's pretty crazy i mean but now that i got this new setup and this new laptop i mean i think it works out pretty well and i don't know if you've seen uh the layout for the live streams on youtube yet but uh it's it's pretty cool it's pretty sick with the uh runes and everything um i'm down for uh I'm down for getting this ball rolling again, man. Yeah, I think everybody is. Um, <clears throat> I mean, uh, we have definitely, I mean, I don't know if you saw it, if you're still, I mean, I'm sure you're still connected to the memers of all email, but uh, we got like the congratulations on uh, hitting 100 subs on YouTube email uh, yesterday. Uh, yeah, we're at uh, 103, 104 subs already uh the, the thor meditation video is like over 2000 views on it um that's a good one that is a good one i mean i'm pretty i'm pretty excited with what we're doing and what uh you know the, the plans we have kind of going forward and we're going to continue to work on plans and come up with ideas and get more people up in this conversation and <clears throat> keep the conversations slowing i also like the going live aspect too i mean like it gives anybody who's just randomly on YouTube looking for this, uh, based on the tags yeah. or anything, they can jump right in and start asking questions immediately. And even, even like, it doesn't even have to be faith or even be like, what's our background, you know, stuff like that. Like if people have questions for us, like, you know, where did you, where do you come from? Where, how did you find this? You know, stuff, stuff that we've covered, but you know, stuff that people might want to ask, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and we're not, we're not closed minded, you know, we're, we're pretty open-minded people and, you know, I know a lot about different religious aspects and I'm sure you've, you do too. And you've dealt with it uh, to a point where we can handle most of the questions that come our way. Uh, I know enough to keep me out of trouble. <laughs> I know enough to get me in trouble though. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's just, a, you know, like Luke said earlier, uh, you know, the older he's getting, I guess his filter is harder to control uh, than oh, other yeah. people. So, uh, well, we're gonna, don't run it for you. He's always been that way. We're definitely gonna have to get him on here, man. Uh, oh, yeah. I'd, I'd love to get him on the show. Like he's, you know, I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's a good influence. Like he's, like he adds a different intelligent aspect to. Like I'll be thinking one thing and he'll make a comment and it'll make my mind just, you know, holy shit. Shit, man. People are in tune though. You know, uh, it's rare when you find somebody who's in tune with you like that. I mean, it's oh, kind of, um, he's good stuff, man. He's one of those folks that you, you only run across a couple of times in your life. And it's like, I don't know what my life would be like without Luke. You know what I mean? I don't know that's the kind of stuff that he brings to the table in my life. Like he is, you know, a permanent fixture. Luke, I don't know if you're still out there, but sounds like you got Brandon over here tearing up, man. <laughs> man it is one of those deals, dude. I, every once in a while, you, I mean, you got to reflect on life. Oh yeah. Man. And you got to, and the people that you have around you, like there's no, like him and my little bro, Joey, like there's no two two men that I wouldn't that I wouldn't 
more and more beside me. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, I, I got and, a good friend of like that, man. Uh, I worked with him uh, at NCR, actually. He lives in Tampa. I mean, this dude, man, he's freaking huge, man. Like, it looks like... It, Compared to me, like I'm only six foot, but he looks like he's like seven foot tall. Huge ass dude. Uh, one of my best friends, dude. Um, I call him so much. My phone, when I tell my phone to call my brother, it calls him. Uh, and I didn't even program yeah. it that way. And it's just, you know, when you have something like that, it's like, and, and that you find in somebody that you call a brother, man, that shit is, uh, shit's strong, dude. I mean, that's yeah. what I had with uh, Brian, like my friend that passed away uh, a few years ago. Like he was the older brother I needed, and with him and with Luke and Joey, that's kind of how like I, I feel like I've lived long enough to become a Brian for two other men, you know. And I look back, and it's just like, what you know, what do I bring to the table compared to what they do? You know what I mean? And it's like I, I to every day I'm just like, dude. I, I don't bring shit compared to them. Like, I'm not overly intelligent. I'm just overly strong. Like, physically, I am just, I'm that. That's all I got. <laughs> no, I mean, and, you, you know, know, I'm sure mentally, man. I'm, I'm sure mentally and I'm being everything, you're, you're there. And I mean, hold on a minute. Uh, so, Luke said, it's so weird hearing people talk about you. I uh, love you, brother. Love you, brother. Man, it's just one. Of the, it's one of those things, dude. Like, he deserves he deserves a lot of kudos. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I he, I totally agree, man. I mean, you know, shit. I'm I'm related to you. I mean, but if you took that out of the equation, um, I mean, I'd still look up to you because I mean, you know, hell, I mean, you guided me uh, and taught me about paganism. But ironically, if you remember, uh. You know, when we came came back and reconnected when I was, you know, how old was I, 17? Um, yeah, you were, yeah. I was, I was already pagan, and you thought I was oh, kind of funny. <laughs> you, th- you thought it was funny as hell, because you were like, what's the odds of, uh, you know, yeah. two you, pagans? I think you were what, you were Egyptian pagan, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, you were, I remember, you were all emoed out, man. That was... <laughs> you were the size of a pole. Yeah. Jeans. Yeah. Man, we can't let everybody I'm on here know about that though, man. Bro, <laughs> I'm so glad you grew out of that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm a chubby bearded dude, man. That's 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 how it works. That's like, the best way to be, man. <laughs> I know. Grizzly bear, you know, keep somebody, you know, warm in the winter. That's how it works. Uh so Hellscavir. Aha, I think I said it right. Rails Kavir. No, probably wrong. So they're going to have to forgive me for continuously butchering their uh, username on here. Uh, it said, kinship can be hard to find in this day and age. I totally agree. Um, Absolutely. That's you know, why my circle is super small. You know, people lack a lot of moral compass lately. Um, and some people also excuse like heathenry is a well, uh, what they view or what society's told them heathens were uh, to you know, go off and you know drink all the time and treat people like shit, and that's really not the way it should be. 
Definitely um, not. I don't know too many heathens who do that. I, I you know, you'd be surprised. Uh, <laughs> I've, I've seen some stuff, uh, and, it, and it's it's pretty bad actually. I mean, um, most of the heathens I've seen around here are fucking neckbeards. What are they gonna make some like be a dick to somebody for? Good point. That's the good thing. Luck. That's the thing is, um, I don't know why it's like that. But finding people you can trust is definitely hard nowadays because everybody's out for themselves. They push aside what other people feel, what other people think. Um, so everyone's too ready to be right. Everyone exactly. wants to be right too much. And it's, I mean, and I get what you're saying. Like people make fun of people and shit like that. And you're always going to have those few. And all those few get a smack in the mouth. So yeah, just ignore just ignore that. Uh, it's been a long day. <laughs> uh, so Luke said, uh, "Yes, it can." I know it got. I got lucky. Brandon is one more than just strong. He's way smarter than he lets on. I'm sure regular viewers know, and he brings practicality to my rather abstract thinking. What is it? I, I like you broke up for a second. I missed that. Oh yeah, yeah. So it said. Uh, so Luke said uh, he got lucky, uh, and that you were more than strong, and you're way smarter than you let on. And he's sure that the viewers and uh, know this, and you bring practicality to his rather abstract thinking. Yeah, he do. Yeah, we kind of <laughs> even each other out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I can't say, I can't say I'm, uh, yeah, I'm pretty weird myself. So it's, it, it all kind of goes hand in hand. Uh, you know, uh, see, there's weird and then there's loop sometimes. Oh, damn. He's got his own category. <laughs> he does. <laughs> at least like he's an intelligent weird. He can speak to how and why he's weird. At least he owns up to it. That's that's the key. I mean, you got to own up to exactly. It. And and, and now you... just not a river in Egypt. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. Yeah, I mean, you you got to be whimsical, man. You know, like it's uh it's part of it. Uh, you know, I mean, I don't know though. Uh, Odin didn't seem pretty. You know, he seemed pretty uh out out there in a lot of the stories. You know, like I mean, if oh, you man. if you if you sat here and imagine like. What would chilling out with Odin be like? Like, based on the stories only that we've heard, like not like the you know probably the quiet, mysterious type of Odin that we understand, but like, like I'm trying to think what I'm trying to say here. Like what? Like you know when he showed up as you know Grim there or the Wanderer or whatever. You know, what would chilling out by a campfire drinking mead with Odin be like? You know? Oh, man. Like, I I under, I, I feel this so hard right now. Like, you're going to get, to me, you're going to get one of two different fucking people. You're going to get the quiet one. Kind of like, kind of like your granddad. Sits in a room. People know he's there, but he just listens to your conversation. Soaks it all in. You know what I mean? Getting that wisdom where you can or you're gonna get like this cat that would come into that came into the axe shop a couple times. The world's 
biggest conspiracy theorist. Like he had his, like he had his hands and everything kind of person. Constantly talked about whether you wanted to know about it or not. You know what I mean? Just like I wear a tinfoil hat. This dude wore a tinfoil suit. <laughs> like, uh, that's how I feel. Like it, it's either gonna go one or two ways. Although, like you're gonna get that, or you're gonna or you're gonna get the dude who. It's gonna let you know about some shit that's going on that you didn't know about was going on, whether you wanted to or not. I kind of like a part of me feels like the way that uh Odin was depicted in American Gods would be pretty spot on. Like honestly, yeah. Like in like the way that even in the book, the book was pretty the only time I, Odin a depiction of Odin has pissed me off is in Magnus Chase. I haven't read that. It's a good book series. It ties in with Percy Jackson. Good hmm. book series. They get things pretty decent. But fuck. That the way they did him pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't I haven't read it. I've heard stories about it. Um, it's just easier to listen to it. I would just take the time to get do the audible. Hmm. Um super good. A lot of the stuff, the way they do stuff in the books makes fucking sense. Dude, the author, I mean, he had a good hand on his shoulders, but he kind of stayed true to a lot of things. And the way he did certain deities and, you know, minor gods, this and that other thing, pretty fucking cool. Like, kind of made you be like, that makes fucking sense. Neil Gaiman did a really some... good job with that. It's, it himself, like when he depicted Odin, like oh yeah, like, and, I mean, I mean and, e- even in the show, Ian McShean did a fantastic job. Yeah, he did. Like, I mean, to me, like if I was to hear another, like, because uh, I know uh, Neil Gaiman did it, where now I think on Audible they have like voice actors now acting out certain parts of the Norse mythology book, but mm-hmm. I I think like. If he would have still kept him as as Odin in that, that would be epic as as fucking oh, yeah. hell. Like I mean, it's would... like um, like they started doing that stuff with uh, remember World World War Z? It was yeah. a movie, but it was yeah. the, a book first by Max Brooks, the um, the dude who oh God. like he did a bunch of comedy movies back in the eighties and nineties. Um, that were fantastic, like Men in Tights, that kind of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Mel Brooks, Mel Brooks, Spaceballs. Um, his son did it, and it was the oral account of the zombie wars. And the audio audible for that has like Mark Hamill, Nathan Fillion. Any nerd who is listening knows exactly who those two motherfuckers are. And <laughs> and uh, just the list goes on of just celebrities that were that was reading certain parts. They were characters in those books. In the books, because the book was broken down into interviews, you know, from a journalist to a certain person. And fucking crazy. Like, this is the only book I've ever read that's creeped me the fuck out. <clears throat> but that's Audible's doing doing that stuff now, and it's fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it really is. I mean, I would like to see, I mean, I would love to see uh I mean, since Neil Gaiman's doing Sandman as a Netflix series, which looks fucking sick, uh, yeah, from what I've seen that in the trailer, was one of his best works. I'm like, I'm stoked about that. I'm like, I mean, he did. I didn't know he wrote Lucifer, the TV show. Oh, uh, Lucifer is part of that that universe. 
Yeah, and I and I didn't know that. I mean, it shows you how detached I am, I guess, for some stuff. But and this they integrated with uh, Constantine for DC as well. Like, yeah, DC and Neil Gaiman have a thing going on. It's it's pretty nifty. And I know he took the Norse mythology uh, story and turned it into a graphic comic for Dark Horse, I think. Um, yes. You can get it like that. I mean, I'd love to see it as a TV show, to be honest. Uh, I think... I mean, it'd be pretty good. You know, we, we we get Vikings, obviously, as a TV show, and then we're getting something mm. now called Vikings Valhalla, or whatever it's Which called. It's a sequel to the Vikings show. But it's coming to Netflix instead of... so you're gonna see titties and there's gonna be cussing and shit like that it's you know every valhalla dude's wet dream (laughs) yeah i mean but the thing is is we don't have stories of the literal gods like we don't have visual depictions i think the closest we came to it was with the uh, movie valhalla uh that's not even in english and i watch it all the time danish that was good it was really good I like the way Thor was depicted. The uh, cinematography same, was freaking same. crazy good. Odin was picked, depicted really well. Um, and it's not even like a, like, in, it's the story of like Theophy and his yeah. sister, how they became slaves to the gods. And that's one of those, like, those classical, that's like the first one you read, like, when you start getting into the lore. And then there were, and there were the, the children. And ate the marrow and the fucking blow up, you know, shit like that. Yeah, and then, you know, not only that, but she, like, I think uh, his sister found out that she was, like, one of the children of, or child of light or children of light or whatever that's supposed to basically be there at, during Ragnarok once it's done. She'll still be here, uh, oh, yeah. is, is what I gathered from the story. And that, I mean, that movie was freaking crazy. For some reason I mean, right was... now in the chat, we have uh, All Star by Smash Mouth going on. Uh, between uh, Philip Church and Luke. <laughs> what did say? Uh, uh, so Philip Church said, only shooting stars break the mold. Uh, and then Luke said, hey, now you're a rock star. Get your game on. Um, oh, my God. It's the 90s <laughs> all over again. <laughs> so we have a question. Has anyone here seen Ragnarok on Netflix? I have watched it. I've watched all of it. I think it's really unique um how it's a pretty good take on it it's a pretty good take i I mean if you enjoy it if you view like the end of the world and ragnarok as being like caused by some global disaster of like you know global warming or whatever like that is what they're trying to push to it honestly i kind of go for it i mean it's 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 a unique take and i really i really like what they do and then they took a um Kind of like an invocation, not really invocation, what is it? Like an avatar aspect with making that one kid uh, being woken up to find out that he's been Thor this entire time living on Earth in a, a kid's body. or And then uh, his brother being Loki. Um, some of the mythological aspects are weird, but for pure entertainment purposes, I think it's cool. I like it. Um, yeah, it's a different take on it. And then in the end, I think, like, I don't know. I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to spoil it. Uh, so, yeah. I, I mean, there, there's some stuff at the in the last season that was pretty interesting. Um, so if, 
So Philip Church said, in defense of being weird, not being weird to be weird, but weird because you're authentically not a rerun. Okay. Say what? I'll talk <clears throat> half of that. He said, in so Philip Church said, in defense of being weird, not being weird, to be weird, but weird because you're authentically not a rerun. Man, I am neither <laughs> drunk or high enough to understand, to understand that one. what the fuck just happened. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I mean, I think I get what he's saying. I think he's trying to be uh, be weird along with Luke here in the chat. I think it's working. I mean, it's cool, man. I'm, I'm weird here, too. I'm not going to judge you. Um then Luke said, my favorite heathen-themed movie is Valhalla Rising. I have not seen that yet. Bro, it, it's Just don't go into it thinking you're going to get this epic action movie. It's got action in it, but it's not, what, it's not like it's realistic. But it's pretty damn good. I mean, Mads Mikkelsen's in that, right? <clears throat> oh, yeah. But dude, Mads is fantastic. Fucking love that guy. Well, see, Maz is uh, heathen too, I believe. Uh, from yeah, especially from a lot of the stuff he said. I mean, I'm a huge yeah. fan of him anyway. I mean, I watched him in Hannibal. It was really freaking good. He, my first, the first movie I ever saw him in was uh, King Arthur with Clive Owen and Keira Knightley. Yeah, as, um, dude, as Tristan, fucking dude was fantastic. Like he looks tiny in that movie, and dude's fucking. He's a pretty big dude. He's tall anyway. But, like, that's probably one of my favorite renditions of King Arthur. But his character, like, he does good action. Like, his action his action movies are just pretty fucking spot on. Have you seen Dune yet? <clears throat> what? Uh, have you watched Dune yet? Oh, yeah. My happy ass was sitting here on the couch watching that first night one on HBO+. Plus. I have not seen it yet. I, I need to see it. it. Is it's a beautiful fucking movie. Yeah, I was doing something uh, with music earlier, and uh, Luke said that the throat singing in the movie, like in that I was doing for the kind of like ritual music, I guess that you would call it. Mm -hmm. uh, he's like, it definitely gave him like the Dune feels, and I was like, yeah, I, I don't, I've not seen Dune, so I don't, I don't, I remember the old one, I just don't, I haven't seen oh, the dude. new one. If you enjoyed the old one, the new one's kind of going to, like, you're going to like it because it goes along with the book or the book. I don't, I don't know. Like, I think I've read bits and pieces. I remember the computer game from the 90s. One of my, some of my closest friends played the shit out of it. Some of the pixel, uh, pixel art community. Uh, you had to, yeah, we had to get, get the, the spice. You had to mine all this stuff. It was pretty much a, a strategy game. Yeah, I think I remember something like that. Like, I, I think they redid it in, like, the 90s or early 2000s or something like that. I believe they did, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm way behind on all of that. I mean, hell, I could sit here for hours and talk about TV shows and movies, but, you know, uh, you know, it's just uh, it's probably be a different channel idea for us. <laughs> <laughs> right dude the one of my buddies was like hey, we need to make a, a podcast i was like i'm already on one he goes no but we need to make one talking about like crypto stuff like cryptozoology i was like motherfucker i'm there 
Oh, no. Love that shit. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, so get this. Like, I do, uh, I, tw- I stream on Twitch because uh, I make the, like the meditation stuff. So that's mainly what I do on there. And I do it as like a, something called like Into the Ether. And me and this one guy named MetaWave on there, he's really cool. Um, we were talking about it and we talk about aliens and shit all the time. And he was like, why don't you make a podcast where you talk about uh, conspiracy theories and aliens and just call it Into the Ether? No shit, dude. I created it, was going to do it, and then all of a sudden it mysteriously got deleted. What? Yeah, just deleted, anchor, and then then anchor uh, sent me a thing. No shit. It was just me talking about like, hey, this is what we're going to kind of do for the episode, whatever. Uh, And I was going to have like a shit ton of people. I was going to try to like get uh, my friend Preston, the one I mentioned earlier, I was going to hit you up once I got it up and running, you know, get you in on it. Cause we we're all like conspiracies and everything like that. And no shit. Anchor came back and said, you cannot use this as a music distribution platform. I was like, I did not even have music uploaded. Like it was my See, voice. Man, it's the government, <laughs> man. The government trying to keep us down, man. I mean, it's, it's seriously like, it's what it seems like. I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, I see so I much know, crap in my in my backyard alone that it's like I, I could just run a damn podcast off I, of that shit. Like I've experienced too much. Like there's, and I hate TikTok, and I'm stuck on TikTok. But there's a dude, and he all his whole TikTok is talking about Wendigo pussy, and it fucking cracks me up so hard. Absolutely, like he did one, he like talking about the UN guys coming in and all of a sudden you hear a dude, they hear someone singing country Rose by John Denver and then nothing but Wendigo hybrids running through the forest to their, they're starting attacking them. And it just makes me fucking crack up. I can't help it. Like if there's a guilty pleasure, it is that fucker on, on TikTok. <laughs> I don't, I actually don't use that. I, I, I mean, I created one and I just don't do nothing with it. Um, <clears throat> my old lady, she's on there. She's she's got a couple of videos that have a lot of views and stuff like that. I ain't done shit. I just have one so I can look at her stuff and do whatever. Get Keep- on there, get on there and lift, man. Get on there and be like, like, <laughs> get to the job. I got the peacock sweating, working out. This is like calming. <laughs> oh man. I was like, she goes, you, you, your TikTok would be fantastic. All you got to do is follow me around and record the stupid shit I say. I was like, ah, that's the problem. It's so random. I just to follow you guys around all day. You know, it's like, man, it's I don't know. I mean, I know some of the music I've made and uploaded that's on there. That's on TikTok. I just don't ever. My stepdaughter, she was like, we're gonna do this TikTok, Brandon. All right, but. You know, she like that. So I'm stuck on there like that. But it's crazy, I dude. Know. I mean, it's I, kind of fun. I guess so. I guess it is. I mean, you know, YouTube used to be that, but I know now that YouTube's trying to compete with them uh, and created like yeah, the YouTube's turned into like having reels and stuff like that, like Instagram and TikTokish kind of stuff. I spend so much time like all my TikTok basically is like lifting weights bigfoot and food 
I don't know what it is, man. I, I it's the same thing with my YouTube. <laughs> big Bigfoot, dude. Like I can't get into Bigfoot, and I mean, I think it's because I've heard because so much. Because it's too real, it's too possible. <laughs> you want something that's not possible. I mean, no. I mean, all right. For example, I've seen. Uh, obviously, I've seen UFOs. Um, I've seen. Same. I see them a lot. Um, like tonight, for example, I've had them like shut down my truck before uh, and follow me home. But yeah, I mean, uh, you've had the, your UFO experiences. I've had my now the government's going to come experience. after me. Yeah, yeah, you're talking shit about it. <laughs> I mean, so I I believe in so it was like uh, Stephen Greer, Doctor Stephen Greer had like this perfect thing, this documentary called. Uh, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. I don't know if, I mean, you've probably seen it. Uh, I mean, yeah. I know it's freaking great, like where he talks about like communicating with aliens through uh, meditation or, or what have you. And that shit works. I mean, it's crazy. Like, he's got photos of like an alien. It kind of looks like a space nebula almost. It's kind of weird, like, but it's like in a whole being coming up behind this one guy and descending from the sky. And then on another one, um, shit, he, uh, this one guy was like deaf or something and got healed by uh, an alien from like Andromeda or something like that. You could see him standing behind the guy in the footage. And it's crazy. That's kind of weird. I mean, it's, it's a movie uh, with uh, Mila Jovovich called um, Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. Yeah, this has like the side views of the actual documentation and shit like that the thing that screwed me up on that is i found out that the people who were quote unquote the real people were fake um yeah they're it's all actors paid actors uh like the chick that played yeah (laughs) Yeah, no man i thought it was (laughs) i mean you know but i'm like also like you really think that the government's gonna let something like that like you know go public uh i don't i don't i don't foresee that um you know well, and right that's now the government probably would because we declassified all that shit let's see though we declassified what they only wanted us to know um that's this continuing struggle with that is i'm not going to be satisfied uh basically so my stance on this whole shit parade is um basically any good relationship we could have with a extraterrestrial community planet or whatever, we've done fuck that up. Um, I mean, they still are probably continuously like trying to like, you know, make contact and possibly help people. But as we continue to take their people and dissect them and hold them prisoner. And then when, when that day comes and they go independence day on our ass and we're all standing there like, we didn't know. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you know, it's, then then we need to be asking yeah, the que- yeah we need to be asking the question. Uh, well, why did you guys keep this from us? And and it's like, uh, oh, it's a matter of national security. We, you know, oh, we want, uh, you know, and I'm sure they're like, well, we don't want this technology to get out to other countries and use it for our benefit. Are we the only country with UFOs? Are we the only country no. with sightings? Uh, we're no. the only one who keeps the shit under wraps. Because I know, like, Russia is pretty out out there about it. Uh, England even yeah. has, like, a 1-800 number you call when you see one. Uh, and now the United States is just kind of like, 
you see one, two guys, you know, some weird guys roll up on you in a suit and like, you know, tell you if you say anything, oh, yeah. they're gonna strangle they your ass. That, like we're the only ones that know about shit. Yeah, I'm like, no, I mean, the United States is uh, the only one being quiet about it. You know, there's, there's some <clears throat> people say there's a correlation between UFOs and Bigfoot. Yeah, I mean, I guess, well, so uh, there's a, if you look up, you can look it up. It's called the, um, shit, it's like the 52 documented species uh, from Project Blue Book or some shit. You can see the sketches of like what the aliens look like that we've met so far. And there's one on there that looks like Bigfoot. It's like hairy and all sorts of shit. And then there's another documentary. I don't know if you have like Discovery Plus or whatever, but uh, I wasn't going to watch it. And then I was like, finally, curiosity got me. It's called like Love and UFOs or some weird shit. Like, what the fuck, man? (laughs) But no, so look, it's crazy because it was a true story. And so the guy, like, and this is, and the reason I know it's a true story is one, uh, not only like, did he have a whole bunch of backed up you know, stuff that kind of corroborated it and his story never changed or wavered at all. And typically if somebody's lying, they're going to alter the story a little bit throughout time. But like the guy, man, he's like on there painting pictures where he was abducted as a kid and uh, was having children with female extraterrestrials, Uh, fell in love with them, whatever, painted it the whole nine yards. And I was like, okay, this is a little bit weird, whatever. But there's another show called UFO Witness where a guy is like an ex-FBI agent or whatever. And then he goes and meets this woman uh, in Florida who, same thing happened, abducted by UFOs. Um, All of a sudden, she's carrying a baby from an extraterrestrial. They come, they pick up the baby, uh, like take it out of her, or like kind of like they just remove the embryo, I guess, and then raise it in a vial or something afterwards or however the hell they do it. And then they came and re-abduct her for her to see it like a year later or two years later or whatever. Here, meet your child. Plan. Yeah, kind of. And child she, support? What are we doing? <laughs> it's like, you you took it. You you did this. It's just kind of like one of those things. Uh, it's, but yeah, but in that story, like the love and UFO thing, like, uh, the alien that led the guy to the ship actually was, he described it as kind of like a hairy being, uh, had like weird glowing eyes almost. And it's pretty, it was pretty tall and, uh, Is took it him bad to... like that's not the first time I've ever heard of like the alien with humans. Well, there's like, people were talking about that, like back in the damn early 2000s and shit like that too it was fucking crazy back then this is crazy now you and remember Shatter's like been there done that I think it's like <laughs> yeah it's like I did that on the TV show right. uh, no but there's that is right well I mean he's always getting some alien girls I mean that's a, that's a different story but well, I know that there was like a what was it Betty and ah oh, shit Betty and Fred or Betty something Anyway, they were abducted like off the East Coast. Uh, I want to say it could have been North Carolina or Virginia or somewhere around that way. And uh, she was abducted, and they stuck a needle like through her stomach, and then like took uh, semen from her husband, 
and harvested it and then dropped them back down and just left. Like they took her eggs and took his sperm and just dropped them. And you know, the, the big theory on that is, uh, you know, perhaps their race is dying off or, and they, and they need to repopulate or some shit. I don't really know. But I mean, if you look at like some of the weird conspiracy things, like you go back in time and you think, okay, well, you know, the story of the Anunnaki, you know, they were, blatantly fucking open about being an uh, you know an alien and the planet they came from and that we were nothing more than uh slaves to them to harvest minerals uh for them to leave and drop us off and bail the fuck out while we die uh, like, sounds like it, some shit right there. no i mean but it's true though you can go back and look at the sumerian text oh, yeah. like the cuneiform tablets i'm with you on that i'm with and, you on that it reminds me of scientology now, Scientology, that's a different story. Like anybody who's going to follow religion, see all you Scientologists out there, if you are coming ever possibly in some minute chance you come across the stream, sorry, not sorry. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like me saying, okay, Cthulhu is a real God and I'm going to you know, pray to Cthulhu. It's just not going to happen. Uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, you, you went, after and started following a uh, religion off of based around some crap that a guy who wrote a pretty good book uh, created. Um, and I remember the South Park episodes vividly. Um, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it's crazy. Uh, so, I mean, you know, that's the thing. Um, and there's so much to talk about. I, I can, we could keep this going, but it's like I did, it's like twelve fifty three your time, eleven o'clock my time. Yeah, but, it's pretty late. Yeah, man, this is this has been great. Like, yeah, it's been fun. We might have to create like an offshoot, like you know, uh, talking about trivial shit, like conspiracy theories and everything else. To, you know, it's like here, here's some spiritual uplifting, whatever stuff with me as well. Now, if you want to hear about some interesting conspiracy crap come over to this other podcast <laughs> you want to hear some crazy shit <laughs> we could i mean the cool thing with all this is we could create group calls and it'd, it'd be it'd be easy to do uh they just record oh, yeah. the audio and shit and it would be said uh, to go did you get a link from luke about the discord uh no not yet i'm, I'm sure one. he i don't think he has my number though I know you gave me his like, a long time over, uh, <clears throat> Facebook Messenger. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, check that out. See what we can do with that. I got to create a Discord. I don't have one, actually. <laughs> uh, but, you know, get used to it. have to shoot. No, man. We're uh, we're getting out there, man. Like, uh, it's uh, it's crazy. I, I didn't expect uh, everything to end up the way it has been. But, you know seeing the growth of the YouTube channel and uh, still getting questions about the podcast, even during our slow and hectic times. And it kind of showed me that this is something people want. And, uh, you know, and so I was like, you know, I've got new equipment. You've got new equipment. Let's put that shit to use and, uh, you know, give these people what they want. And I mean, and a career change. I got plenty of time. Yeah. I mean, and you know, it's awesome. It's just like, um, I mean, hell, if people like the conspiracy shit, man, we'll just 
snatch up a bunch of random people and have like a shit ton of people in a podcast talking about conspiracy theories. That shouldn't be too hard to find. Uh, I think between me and you and some friends you have and some friends I have, I mean, that'd be one hell of a podcast. Um, oh, yeah. It'd be, be hilarious. Yeah, it would. It'd be fun as hell, though. It'd be, it really would be. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm sure people would like to hear about that, too. Um, yeah. We'll see but, if we can make it happen. Hell yeah. When you get a memory as well back off the ground. Exactly my thoughts. That's why I've been uh, focusing on all this. So now that we kind of got like a cool little rhythm, we'll continue to uh, adjust and adapt uh, to everything and and keep this going. As I mean, since your schedule's changing, my schedule's changing, uh, I really don't have an excuse anymore. Uh, so, yeah, exactly. Uh, <clears throat> you know, just dust all this shit off and give these people yeah, what they everyone want out there listening if you guys have any any topics and stuff like that that you want us to cover by all means let us know and we'll figure out which ones we want to do in which order uh, <clears throat> maybe we'll do multiple topics for a show you never know and we also have um an email uh let's see if i can actually type this email out actually it's probably better i say it um uh, so it's me mirrors well podcast at gmail.com uh, you can send in any questions you have, topic suggestions uh, of those sorts, and we'll definitely work them in and answer all the questions like we usually do um, with everything. And we'll be trying. I, I think uh, you know, uh, me and you will talk a little bit uh, off stream on some other ideas, and uh, you know, and I'm going to go back through obviously once this is all done and review the footage and uh, pull the audio from it uh, to upload it because. This stream has been going for almost four hours now. Um, like, yeah, damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was on here for like an hour and a half, two hours, uh, and then you've been on here with me for an hour. So uh, <clears throat> I'm just basically just going to take uh, – there's a part that I felt was important in the beginning of the stream that I texted you about uh, that someone really wanted uh, to be said. So I'm going to take that part out and put that – in the audio with the conversation between me and you <clears throat> and then uh also upload this to spotify because we talked about a whole bunch of fun stuff here so i think i don't want to let them people miss out on it either but it, i also want to encourage them to come over to youtube too so that way they can catch us oh, in absolutely. live sessions and then we'll get the discord link and we'll put that up on uh everything too uh and get everything going and off the ground i mean i I'm happy that uh, we were able to do this tonight. Um, we'll we'll try Thank to hammer you. we'll hammer out like some you know ways if we want to do two a week or what have you we can uh, go from there and figure it out. And then uh, yeah, if any, we'll, we'll talk about it. And if anybody has any topics in the meantime or questions, feel free to hit us up. Um, and I'll also leave uh, the email and everything is also in the about me, I think, of the YouTube channel. And I'll also leave it in the description for the podcast <clears throat> so it can be found there. Uh, and I think a lot of the users on the pod podcast know how to find us. So, But other than that, man, uh, I'm glad that you were able to get on here and do this. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful for everybody who's hanging out in the chat, just chilling and talking and everything um you know this was my first live q a live hangout thing uh in a podcast format anyway it is fun it really is 
plus it's cool, you know, because we have the interaction and everything um, also. So definitely helps. We'll try to do this a lot more, and then we'll get the camera aspect set up. <clears throat> so that way you can oh, see yeah. me and Brandon uh, sit here and, you know, goof off and like you know keep looking at our beards because I've, I've like checked mine like 16 times already uh making sure <laughs> like it's just a nervous habit of mine now uh but yeah but you know we're grateful for everyone uh if it wasn't for you guys this uh podcast uh, wouldn't be taken off that much and uh the youtube channel wouldn't be taken off as much as it has and uh we're appreciative and we love all of you uh, because of how awesome you are, all your questions and everything that you always have are always great. It's never a stupid or dumb question. And, uh, don't ever think that any question you have is going to be labeled as that because, you know, we know that there are people who are new to the faith, uh, and have, you know, obviously entry level beginning beginner questions. Uh, and you know, we're always keeping that in mind and we're grateful for all of you. Uh, we're extremely grateful for what's fixing to probably be our new deemed tech guy, uh, Luke, <laughs> for uh, setting up the setting up the uh, Discord. You're gonna have to hit him up about that. Uh, see if he'd be up for that. But uh, you know, uh, so once we get all that info put in, uh, we look forward to uh, getting back up with you guys, and we'll post it and uh, let everybody know uh, when we plan on going live again. So hopefully, it should be soon. And uh, hopefully, yeah. And then get all these episodes pushed out and uh, get some other stuff. I mean, hell, who, who knows what all we can come up with. So uh, until then, man, I'm grateful for everyone. Uh, thanks for coming on, man, uh, as always. Oh, yeah. Enjoy it. But yeah, I'll, uh, so me and you get together after this, and I'll get all this edited and uploaded. So thanks, everybody, for coming out. Uh, you know. Thanks for hanging out with us all and listening to our ramblings uh, and listening yeah. to me fumble around trying to think about what to talk about uh, for two hours before uh, we got the the life of the party in here. <laughs> I can't do this on my own. I don't see how I did it in the past, man. I don't. I don't really. <laughs> I don't see how I did it. Uh, yeah, it was pretty fumbly back then. So uh, it was. It was a little. It was a little out there really was it really was but uh till then guys uh appreciate everyone for coming out uh, i'll hit everybody up uh if y'all have any questions and uh we'll get back to y'all until then man everybody have a good night and uh stay safe until next time y'all let's see